Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr and Joe DeRosa, and it's time for episode six of the reboot of Uninformed. No reading, no research, just strong opinions. And on this this episode, Joe, I believe we'll be talking about, I, I believe it's award season, Joe. Speaking of reboots, right? Today's topic is the movies and Oscars. The, the movies, yes. Today's Uninformed, we go to the movies. To we, the go carpet. To, we go to the movies. <laughs> Uh, Joe, you know, as of the recording of this, the Oscars does not have a host. You know why that is? Because everybody tweets. Everybody tweets. Everyone has a fucking tweet that could end your career. I got best picture. I got them all pulled up here. Joe, what would what would you do if you got if you got picked to host the porno awards? And they went back into your Twitter history and somehow found something that made people take that gig away from you. He doesn't even masturbate, he said. <laughs> Fired. Uh, I mean, Jesus Christ. That's why I shut my Twitter down. I was like, fuck this shit. Jesus and that was Christ. one of the, you know what was funny about that? Like, so I feel like so much of that shit, it starts with like a, uh, it starts with something you couldn't argue. You know what I mean? Don't be homophobic, right? And then it becomes like a group and it's organized. And then this group, you, the, not, not the group of people they're representing, the group itself. They, what they got to do is to, in order to, for people to respect them, they got to fucking, they got to take somebody out or they got to make somebody apologize to them. And then it, because if they don't have that, then they don't. Nobody listens to them. Right. Right. Now I don't want to name any names here, but what was funny about this whole situation is they never got this person to fucking do that on this one, which was hilarious to me because they went like, you I don't know, think it's, a, it's not a secret. Are you talking? I know, about I know, but I, I, I don't, I don't want to start it all back up for them. Right. So I'm just not going to say the name. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. What was funny to me? They're like, hey, you got this fucking thing, right? We don't like it. Apologize for it. And he's like, I already addressed it. They go, well, address it again or we'll take the show away. And he goes, all right, take the show away. And they're like, say that you're friends with us. That was the last thing. Say that you're an ally. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And it's just like, why would I say I'm an ally? You took my fucking dream gig away. But right. I thought like the thing about that was they needed him to validate them. Mm -hmm. Show that we have power. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I, that, so I feel like so yeah. much of it becomes it's not even, hey, let's try to educate people. This person made a mistake. Let's let somebody know about their mistake. Why we blah, 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 blah. Then there was another guy going, OK, but well, this guy's a bad guy. Look at these three women. They've all fucking said this shit. I'm not going to don't name names. OK, because I don't want to start any problem no, no, with anybody. No, no, no. But what was funny was all of their tweets that I read were clearly jokes they clearly didn't mean it in a homophobic way, but the way it was written, it's just like, well, and everybody's just like, oh, stop being petty with them. Well, look, it it the kind of felt fucked up to me. The same thing happened with what's-her-face that got fired for the blackface thing she said on the show. And then people came out and they were like, look at all these famous people that did blackface jokes and actually put blackface on. Oh, somebody did a joke about blackface? I can't even keep up anymore. Tons of people have done that. Over no, no, but, but somebody did a joke. No, she didn't do a joke. She said, you know what's funny? I literally can't even remember. Oh, is this the news lady? Yeah. She was just like, I, she, was, she just was saying like, I don't understand if you dress up 
like a black person for Halloween, like that, that you admire. Why is that black fit? How's that the same thing? You're not mocking them. And she got fired. Oh, I see. It's like, so, okay, if, if, if you want to go as Denzel Washington and you're white, yeah, if you do that. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah, but, and, but that's one of those things, though. It just comes back to, like, well, if you fuckheads didn't do what you did, then, well, then you could do it. And I don't think she even disagreed with that. I right. think she was just posing the question, like, I don't understand. And they were like, beat it. <laughs> Here's the rest of your contract money. Get out of here. Uh, and then, But then people in retaliation, or, or, or rather in defense of her, were being like, yeah, but what about... All these famous people that actually put on blackface because they were doing a sketch or they thought it was funny or whatever. And I'm, I'm not criticizing those people either. I'm just saying this is what I don't one like. One person gets singled out for a thing and they try and people try to make an example out of them. And it's like, a lot of it is like the rollerblading fad, which I always use as a fucking example, because it was like everybody you led the charge with that. I you? did, Joe, with my little booty shorts, <laughs> Joe. Everybody fucking rollerbladed just about. I mean, was just yeah. People, it was it. so fucking mainstream, and then all of a sudden, it went away. And then everybody, because that a homophobic joke made it go away or whatever. And then like everybody acts like they didn't they, they didn't do it, or like there's a band that like sells a fucking nine zillion records like Nickelback, and then you just cannot find a Nickelback fan. It's like well. Who, did, who the, did the band buy all those fucking albums? Everybody gets to pretend. So all of this shit, like where they they go back to like you know nineteen fucking ninety something or two thousand something. It's like this person said this. What about this? It's like, well, where the fuck were you? You were alive when that happened. Yeah. Where's your fucking tweet about it? Like yeah. this fucking thing where you go back like retroactively, where like, um. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's just it's, I, I, this this whole fucking weird thing where everybody's just trying to get everybody in trouble. Undermines, it undermines the very definition of progress. Progress works like this. You look at a thing you did and you go, that was fucked up. We shouldn't do that anymore. Let's be better. That's progress. Right. Progress doesn't exist if you don't have that growth portion of it. That's progress. Right. So these people essentially want to eliminate the idea of progress and create this this like omnis, omniscient fucking you know all-knowing uh eternal knowledge that it just doesn't fucking exist no that pertains to them it's that's crazy. the thing it, that if it pertains everybody sure, like yeah. the patrice used to do this great joke about how people like when they get a disease a famous person gets a disease then they 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 start a cause for that disease he goes, I want to see a famous person with a disease that starts raising money for another disease. Like, what? Like, it's like you only give a fuck about this shit because you have it. Right. So, so many of these fucking groups, like, what they're saying and all this shit, it's like you're just saying that because you, you and like, because you are that group. Well, and now yeah. you're yelling at me, and, and it's just like, if you weren't in that group, You'd be over here with me eating fucking buffalo wings, not a, paying I think attention. There's undoubtedly a self-interest thing that goes on with with a lot of different types of people, white people, white males included, uh, that where they focus on the one thing that affects them, and it's like, yeah, what about all the other hateful shit that that guy was also saying? You know what I mean? I'm not referring to right a. a, a 
I'm not referring to anybody we were talking about already. I'm just saying hypothetically. There have been plenty of, example, plenty of examples of a thing where it's like, you know, did you hear what so-and-so said? It was so offensive. And it's like, yeah, but why are you only, okay, fine. If you're offensive, be offended. But why, why are you only singling out the thing that affects you? What about all the other shit he said? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. boil it down even more as a comic. I've had people come up to me after yeah, a show. Yeah, the and selfish go, audience member. Yeah, and go, and go, I don't like that thing you said about fat people. That was, I go, did you hear the, the part where I shit on myself and my own body and my grandfather's cancer? All that was fine? Yeah. But the fat joke was too much? Joe, fun. Joe, don't punch down. I, somebody, anybody who says you shouldn't punch down, for the most part, is not funny. Oh, shit. Because it's like, oh, so what are you going to go for? The low-hanging fruit? You're going to go after the man? It's, it's, and also, too, I'm I love people. punching down. It's one of my favorite things to do. Because then you lose the crowd, and then you get to try to get them back. It's, 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 yeah, it's, everybody needs to shut the fuck up. Including us, Joe. You want to yeah. wrap up this episode? Yeah, that's about it. You oh, know what? I actually, I watched a YouTube video of this white guy talking about white privilege. uh and was saying that it was, he was going to say that it was bullshit. So this is what the fucking video is. It's him being interviewed by another white guy in front of an entire white guy that uh, a white crowd that already shares his opinion. <laughs> right. And then I listen to his story, and I'm just kind of like, this is just the story of of, uh, of just lower income. You're just lower middle class. Right. But at no point. And you, were you ever just, all right, so I had a shitty job. I wasn't, like, they, they didn't even understand what white privilege is. Like, <laughs> like, it was like, at no point in your story when you went to your shitty job for shit pay, did you ever just get pulled over because you were white. Right, right. And get the shit kicked out of you, get tased, and then get arrested for assaulting an officer because you put your hands up to, to protect yourself. Right, right. Yeah, and it's, they, they don't understand. Well, they, they think... Be, like this guy was so privileged because he wasn't rich, <laughs> he thought he wasn't privileged. Like, wait, I was white. Where's my yacht? Well, that's the thing. But I too. also understand the other side of it because of there's another side of it where there's actually people who aren't white who also don't understand white privilege because they 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 also think that it means what this guy thought, which means that you're all everyone's born on a fucking yacht. It's where funny. I'll hear him be like, oh, yeah, you're white. So this happens, this happens, this happens. No, no, it, it Every doesn't. Every single one of these causes or whatever you want to call them starts in a very good place and a very pure You're just place. repeating what I'm saying. And I am. But I want the people to understand it, and I want to say it in a likable way. <laughs> the, uh, no, but seriously, these, these things all start in a great place, and then people fuck them up. People come along and take advantage of them and abuse them, and they fuck them up. Why and do they fuck them up? And it's a shame because it undercuts... It undercuts. Dude, it was like... I don't mind people saying what they have to say. But the only thing that's been bugging me is the fact that not that we... That's this shit. If you don't say what I say and think what I think... That's what I'm saying. I'm going to take it to the point that I'm going to destroy your career. That's what I'm saying. It's like... Well, that's part of what I'm saying. But yeah. It's like when somebody goes... You know, like, look, dude. I got, I got smacked as a kid. I've talked about this a million times. Joe, you have one of the most smackable fucking faces I've ever seen in my life. It. There's just something about And then you added it. the glasses. Yeah. And my shitty attitude. Uh, no, but I got smacked around as a kid. It was because it, that was the time. I would never in a million years turn to a kid that had cigarette butts put out on his arm and be like, dude, I get it. I get it. Me and you. It's like, no, not me and you. You. 
you were fucking abused. Right. I got smacked around. And everybody wants to take... <laughs> did you cry? Yeah, I'm sure I fucking did. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was a kid. <laughs> of course, my mom remembers did, none of it. Did She's you like, get super emotional? Probably. Yeah, I'm sure I ran to my room and slammed the Face all red? <laughs> it was I usually not in the guys. face. It was I usually not in the guys. face. It was like, you know... What are you talking Spanked? Spanking the spoon, the belt, you know? Well, what are you talking about? The belt? That, that's, a, that's a beating. I never get hit with a belt. I got the belt a few times, yeah. How? Bear skin? No, just like a fucking, like, like this kind of belt, like a, like a belt that you wear. Not bear skin, like bear skin rug. I mean, like they're hitting you bare skin. Oh. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just a regular belt. That's no, no, fucking no. hilarious. Like, 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 it was like, you know, through the clothes, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like fucking, I never had like marks and shit on me or anything like that. Oh. It was just, that's was, what the fuck oh. the time was. I remember once my cousin, my aunt, we used to get the wooden spoon a lot. That was big in the Italian families. And my aunt was was and this was when I first realized, oh, you can do that? You can tell like an adult to go fuck themselves. My aunt was was hitting my cousin John with the wooden spoon and he turned around the middle of it and grabbed it and just fucking broke it and threw it. How old <laughs> he, how old was he? He was like eleven or twelve. And I was like, holy shit, you can do that? And what did what did the what did the the grandmother do? She it was my aunt. She What's called it? my mom and she was laughing. She thought it was, she, she was like, that's fucking, I got to admit, that's funny. Yeah, you know, he's too old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my like, dad, my dad old. was in fraternity. He kept the paddle. So my mother used to hit us with that. And I remember this just one day we were too old and she was doing it. We were blocking and we were laughing and shit. And then she got upset. She goes, it isn't funny. And walked out and it felt worse because we made her cry. <laughs> Did you ever see? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were laying in our bunk beds that's just sitting there in silence like. <laughs> We just made mom cry. She flipped it on you, dude. She did. That's masterful. She did. Did you ever see Heaven Help Us? The movie about the Catholic school in the 50s? No. It's Andrew McCarthy's first movie ever. He's like 15 in this fucking thing. Okay. And Kevin Dillon's in it. He's like 15. Right. And uh, But it's about a Catholic school with like like the the brothers in the in the brown robes and shit and like they it's a comedy, but it's a it's a coming of age movie and, and a lot of it is how these these brothers used to hit the kids and shit. And at the end of the movie, uh, McCarthy fucking lays out like the priest that beats on them like way too much. And it's this huge moment. And, and Kevin Dillon's the bad kid. And he goes, holy shit. Because they're all just like, wait a minute. We never thought of that. You know what I mean? Like we didn't think you could do that. And he does it. And uh, it's a really fucking funny movie, man. It's a really, there's a great line you'd love. This kid, the fat kid, is this, this kid Caesar that Kevin Dillon's always picking on. Mm -hmm. And they get in trouble for something they do at the school. And Caesar's like, I'll never get into Harvard now. I'll be reduced to going to Queens College. And Kevin Dillon goes, well, you should feel right at home at Queens College. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, who's nominated? You know, uh, F is for family, Sam Rockwell. Two Oscar nominations. He won last year. Did he win last year? Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, the uh, you know he's my favorite actor. I've Is that right? Many times. Uh, to, not to you, but to other how people. great is he in uh, Moon? I own the film. He's a fantastic. I love Sam Rockwell. I I I worked for months. And months I saw him on Broadway on an impression of him, and I could never get it down. Um. Seth Herzog has a good impression of him because they're friends from like back in the day. 
I, I know. I I don't know who any of these people are. He would do. Seth would. Seth runs that show Sweet on Tuesday nights in New York, and Seth would do because he knew I was a Sam Rockwell fan. He would do an impression of Sam leaving him voicemail messages about hanging out, and it would fucking kill me. Where he'd be like, um, I don't know, man. I, was, I might be out. I don't know. Call me. No, no I'm going to stay in. No. Then fuck it, call me. I think I'll be <laughs> just like the flip he's, he's one drink. He's in bed by eight thirty. <laughs> uh, all right, Bill. For best picture, we got Black Panther. Black Black Panther. I mean, that was like fucking three years ago. It was a while ago. I think it's crazy that a Marvel movie is nominated for a. a this that, is just I mean, white people covering their tracks. That, that that's all you know they wouldn't nominate shit like fucking five years ago now all of a sudden anything is just like oh my god denzel couldn't have wrestled the wait i mean it was, x oscar look, out of their dude, hands dude, let me ask you dude i mean it was a good movie but what best picture it's well i was just gonna say good fellas well good fellas didn't win let's see let, let, let's name the best second pe- nomination is black klansman which is a fucking masterpiece and I'm Black like, Klansman. how do you put these two movies side by Black side? Black Klansman. Uh, was that uh, Spike, Spike Lee? Lee? That was, was good? fucking unbelievable. It was one of his, my favorite Spike Lee movies I've ever seen. My favorite Spike Lee is uh, Summer Sam. That's a great one, too. Dude, but I love John awesome. Leguizamo. So, and I also like, like, I love Spike Lee, so it was kind of the, 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 like the one-two punch there. do the right thing, Spike Lee, where it like, 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 I saw it in the theater and I was like, wow, this is uncomfortable, man. This is fucking uncomfortable, but it's great. Like, it was awesome. Oh, okay. It was awesome. Queen. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, number three, which... I see a little silhouette of a man, <laughs> bada whoop, bada whoop. Now, I'll say this about the Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't film. see that either. I saw it twice. I loved it because I love Queen. You loved it. You were crying during the credits, according to your Instagram. That's yeah, very true. I cried both times I watched it. Were they, calling, were they playing fat bottom girls when you <laughs> cried, Joe? They were playing Don't Stop Me Now. Uh, I cried both times I watched it. I love the movie. I do not like think it... weeping, or sobbing. No, just like tearing, teared like, up. Just moved, just moved by the moved. spirit of the whole thing. Okay. I do not think it deserves a Best Picture nomination. I also don't think it deserves it in light of the fact that Brian Singer is again having molestation charges leveled against him. Uh, Jesus, Joe, what are you doing here? Huh? Yeah, what? Yeah, what, what, what are we doing here? What do you mean? What are we doing? Yeah, the, the guy, I mean, you just, you, I don't understand why people say shit like that until someone gets convicted. Well, how do you walk away from that? How do you walk away from what? Well, it's not a secret. It's all over the fucking place. Oh. People are protesting the nomination. Okay. But it's just a little, it's a little weird. It's a little fucking weird. He also was fired from the movie. They had to bring another director in to finish it. When he got fired, these charges came out. It's it's fucking weird. It's a little okay. fucking weird. All right. I think in good. You taste, know what's weird though? It, what is weird is if. He, but if he still made the best picture, that's when it gets weird. We're not saying we condone what he does away from the camera, but when this man is behind the camera, yeah, I don't think he did. I didn't think. I don't think he pulled a Polanski out of his fucking hat here, where it's like, holy Who's shit, Polanski, Roman Polanski, who was actually that's one of those convicted. the Polanski. <laughs> triplets that Fonzie was dating? He directed Rosemary's Baby, but he got convicted for fucking a 13-year-old girl in the 60s. He had to leave the country. That's why he's, like, lived in France for the last whatever. The I thought years. he was arraigned, and he left thinking he was going to get convicted. Some shit happened, but he got fucked. I don't think you get convicted, and then you leave the country. 
Oh, may, I might I might have admittedly fucked up, but my point is, is was like, he rich enough to be like, all right, uh, let me start going to jail uh, in two weeks? And the they guy said, is all right, a master fucking filmmaker. Not that I approve. I'm just saying the guy, you know. But I'm saying Brian Singer is not Roman Polanski. Where you're going? His name's Roman. How do this they know he's going back to Europe? Undeniable film, the story of Queen. All right. what, what, <laughs> like, what else? What else you, you got? Know, it's all right. The favorite, which I haven't seen, but I heard is very good. Green Book, which I haven't seen, but I heard is very good. Uh, which Green Book, crazy, directed by Peter Fairley the, of, the, of the Fairley, Fairley Brothers. Brothers. Yeah. How wild is that? He's nominated for Best Director, too. That's awesome. How great is that, man? Fantastic. Uh, Roma, which I haven't seen. And it bugs me that a Netflix thing that never played in theaters is nominated. I think that's kind of bullshit, but that's my opinion. Uh... A star is wait, wait, wait. How, how can you on a streaming service get nominated for an Oscar? There, I can see an Emmy. Like they bitched about Emmys. There was pushback. Maybe it played in some theaters. Maybe I'm wrong. But there was there was definitely some pushback about like Roma shouldn't be on this list because they do not follow the procedure that every other one of these movies had to follow. They had an unfair advantage with streaming and whatever. Like it's not fair. Yeah, but the the. The subscribers of Netflix don't choose. Like, there's a board that chooses what gets nominated, right? It's not by that like I how much money. You well, make. I don't think it was the the Academy protesting it. I think it was people, like members of the Academy, maybe that weren't on the board because like, you vote. It's probably don't you? movie studios were protesting. Yeah, it's so like, why the fuck are we competing with the streaming service? So I, I, I do think that's a little weird. No, but whatever. Times are changing. A Star is Born. Oh, my God. My wife was sobbing. She called me up crying. I thought something happened to our kid. And Vice. What well, you man? Oh. Your man's that's my That's my movie right there. I'm going to... I got... I want Black Klansman to win. Dude, I think fucking Bohemian... No, Green Book's going to win. I bet you Green Book wins. Um, I want the superhero movie to win, just so everybody can get all upset. <laughs> Best directors, Alfonso Coriander, Coran, I believe is how you say that, Roma, Yargos Lathimos, The Favorite, Spike Lee, Black Klansman, Adam McKay, Vice, and, oh, Peter Farrelly is in. Dude, I used to get screeners all the time. I don't get any of them. And Powell, Powell Kowalski. Pavel Burry from the fucking Canucks. He directed something. This guy's having a, a second career. Now, here's what's odd to me. <clears throat> Powell, however you say his last name. I cannot believe how into this shit you are. I just thought we were just going to make fun of award shows. We can. But he directed You're breaking a movie, this down on like some fantasy football shit. This he directed is like fascinating. a movie called Cold War that's not What was nominated. it about? I didn't see it. But it's not nominated. <laughs> it's for, obvious about the Cold War. Yeah, wow. Well, well, <laughs> but it's not nominated for Best Picture. I always think it's weird when a guy gets nominated for Best Director, but it, the picture doesn't get nominated for Best Picture. You'd think those go hand in hand. I would think, you would think so, right? I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? Well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes might win the NFL MVP, but he's not in the Super Bowl. All right. All so right. it happens. Uh, Yalatiza... Apricio for Roma, Best Actress. Glenn Close for The Wife. Glenn Close still fucking swinging hard, man. That's great. Olivia Coleman, who I'm excited for, 
Again, I've never seen The Favorite, but she started in a show called Peep Show, which is in my top five favorite comedy shows I've ever seen on TV. It's okay. one of the funniest fucking shows I've ever seen in England. I, I think that's awesome that she got some serious heat, finally. Lady Gaga, Star is born, born. And your pal, Melissa McCarthy, for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Your friend. When the Virgin. fuck did all these... Well, I did a movie with her. Yeah. <clears throat> Can You Ever Forgive Me kind of came and went, but it supposedly was a pretty good movie. It's an interesting title for a movie. I haven't gone. I, I gotta go. I gotta see these fucking movies. Best actor, Bill. Christian Bale, Vice. Bradley Cooper, Star is Born. Willem Dafoe, At Eternity's Gate. Never Willem heard Dafoe, of that okay, you gotta movie. love Willem Dafoe. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. I do think he deserves the win on this one. Vigo Mortensen, Green Book. Even though I didn't see, you know. What about Sam Rockwell? He's not nominated for Best Actor. He might be Best Supporting. Yeah, he's Best Supporting. Wow, man, that's huge. Adam McKay, comedy guy, does a drama. He did it with the big short, too. It was like, he's been killing it on that side of things. On that drama side of the fence, Joe. Joe, what sort of drama is going on your side of the fence? Well, Bill, you know, the usual. Usual? What do you got going on, Joe? You know, uh, so you seem, you seem, I don't know. It's what? like you're chill, but you're, you're out of sorts. I'm not out of sorts. You're not out of sorts? Why do you think I'm out of sorts, Bill? I don't know. You have a disheveledness <laughs> about you tonight. A disheveledness? Well, the shirt doesn't fit properly. Maybe that's part of it. Oh, all right. Uh, no, I'm fine. I've been very tired lately, and I can't put my finger on what it is. You have mono. Uh, it's I, a kissing if disease, you think Joe. I haven't worried about that. Yeah. Uh... You went there and you licked too many toilet seats or something, right? You got oh, the fucking... God. Yeah. Ate you got some, the sickness. You ate some bad clams, <laughs> Joe. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, uh, maybe I got a cold. I'm like phlegmy. I'm just like... Do you man. take vitamins, Joe? Are you a vitamin guy? No, but I try to eat fruit and I try to get it in there another way. Ah, uh, Joe. I can't... I, I have known you almost 20 fucking years and I have no fucking image in my head of you ever eating one apple banana well now i do I yeah i, I don't then but it's like we're talking about the tweets like occasionally, people change you know i've seen you eat cream of spinach next to a giant porterhouse steak people change i have fruit in my diet these people days. change joe how would you say you're different than you were when i first met you well bill i, I mean, like you a lot less oh jesus hey folks jesus i was gonna say <laughs> You were a lush in 2003, and I don't think you've been <laughs> a bar fly and a floozy. Uh, you know, Bill, I certainly treat myself a bit better, I think. I think. And I certainly don't pop off the way I used to. Do you feel you love yourself more, Joe? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Oh, Jesus, in a weird I way. fucking hate that you answered that. Watch that. <laughs> That's why I answered it. That's going to come unplugged, dude, when you sit back. What's going to come unplugged? I don't, it might just be your headphones. It's just your headphones. Oh. But it was pulling on it. It was like... It was tugging, Joe. You saw tension and you addressed it. Yeah, you know. You're pushing it, Bill. You're pushing it. So, Joe, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but rumor... Has it? Has it that you are engaged. Yeah. When did the... Who is she? When did you meet her? Uh, I don't want to say who she is uh-huh. because she's got her privacy she needs to keep in this business. She didn't choose to be in this business. You did. Uh, she didn't choose to be, but she's had a very 
fruitful career in it. Right. So she's on the other side of the desk. No, no, she's on our side of the de- oh. desk. Oh, she's a character person, character actor. She's a performer, I'll say. Performer. I'll leave it at that. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are we talking? Supper clubs, strip she's, clubs. She's done very well. You know who she is. Don't break my balls. Okay. Don't get fresh. I can't. I don't. I told her I wouldn't talk about it publicly because she has a higher profile to risk. Than I know. That's what's weird about that. Now, do you feel weird coming in with like your old Ataris and posters moving into her giant sprawling estate? We're talking about not moving in together. Like we're It's talk- not going to work, Joe. Well, hold on. Maybe it will. But we're talking about or let me rephrase that. We're talking about. First of all, we didn't set a date. Love and marriage, living together, <laughs> goes together like a horse and carriage. The engagement thing came quickly, as you know, because it was kind of like, well... Lightning bolt. Well, and it was also just like, you know, if it's... It was just like, we're going to be boyfriend, girl... Like, we're too old. Like, let's just be... Like, let's just plan on eventually getting married. Um, so that came quickly, but we didn't set a date for the marriage. Are you always couples that doesn't live together and you have a kid first and then you get married? I don't know that, but I don't know about all that, but I don't know. I don't want to say we won't live together, but we talked about keeping like our place. When you have a kid, are you going to raise it? Like go back gender neutral. Are you going to have a gender neutral? (laughs) I don't know, Bill. I don't want to think about all that right now. Are you going to have a, a baby blue slash pink? Baba. I'm just trying to enjoy that I, I finally met somebody that I think I could conceivably spend the rest of my life with. Oh, okay. And I don't know why she feels that way about me, but she does. So, hey, you know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she likes me. All right. <laughs> All right. Where'd you meet her? You know where I met her. How were you at that event that you met that level of a chick? That's what I want to know. I don't understand why she likes me. I don't get it. I thought she'd be with a... Were you like a fixer-upper? Is that what it is? Did I get fixed up with her? Joe, I don't want to get into your private life, but the first time you banged her, you got to be thinking like, I am way out of my IMDB. I still feel like that. You know? I still feel like... Like, I'm not like in awe of her. Like, it's like she is who she is to me, but it's like... Yeah, it's fucking weird a little bit. Are you going to walk the red carpet and be upset when they have you step away? Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's. <laughs> you know who I am. Yeah, I, look, I don't I don't deserve any better, and we both know it. <laughs> I well, deserve I'm, I'm to be very, taught, I'm very happy for away. you, Joe. I'm very happy for you. No, I don't care about any of that, dude. It's, 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 she's, she's cool as shit, and like, luckily, she's not super into all that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I lucked out. I lucked out because she could be. Joe, a- you know what? Good things come to those who wait. <laughs> to those who wait. And fucking bang half the free world while they're waiting. <laughs> There's got to be a lot of people really upset with you. Oh, it's been some waiting room, Bill. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, you should see the magazines you got in here. <laughs> it's the size of a cafeteria. <laughs> Dude, I heard a song today, and I wanted to send it to you. I I got that serious radio, right, in my car. So they got the Sinatra channel, and I was listening to this fucking song. It was called I Want to Be There. And I guess Tony Bennett had done it. But the cover I heard was some some guy in the 90s did it. It was basically singing about this chick (laughs) that broke his heart. And he said he was saying that he wanted to be there 
when she got her heart broken. I want to see how the guy does it. Oh, I want to be around. I, I want to be, be around, around when oh somebody breaks your heart in that two. That line? <laughs> and I'll be applauding from a front row seat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a it's, great song. It's one of the most vindictive fucking... Voice just cracked it. One of the most vindictive, vindictive fucking songs. Did you ever hear the Sinatra version? Oh, Jesus. It's a great version. That you got to get that Sinatra record if you don't have it. It's called it "Might as Well Be Swing," and it's it's the first one he did with Basie and Quincy Jones. But there's a great version of that on it. My and I'll be sitting applauding from my front row seat. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Sinatra is when he's coming out of the '60s into the early '70s. And he does big band swing versions of popular rock songs. Those are my favorite. Yeah, those are uh, those are tough. Some of those. She loves you, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually no bullshit. Unironically, I actually really like his version of something by the Beatles. Uh, well, I mean, it's just such a beautiful song. But that's the only one I really like. You know, he did a. Uh, he did. Isn't she lovely? It's like I can't. Oh, I can't do it. You can't even do the way they did it. I did it. I actually like his version of Mrs. Robinson too. Like, oh, that's, that's the fun. one. Yeah, that's kind of fun, you know. Kooky chew, baby. Yeah, Robinson. Yeah. yeah, but he did like a. Um, he did bad, bad Leroy Brown. He did like. A, he did. Um, uh, Oh, what's the what's the early famous Billy the Joel thing, song? That fuck it. Uh, it's my it's my life. No, no, no. Earlier, earlier. Oh, she's. I think he did. She's always a woman to me. Like he did oh. one of those. Like you know, she's always a woman to me. I got to be honest. I can't believe he never did piano, man. She <laughs> she takes care of herself. Write that song? I think he did. He did she one of those early Billy Joel ones. I, I, I think that might have been it. I think so. But, dude, he should have done Piano Man. It's like right... <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> you know, it's like a saloon kind of, you know? Like, All right. Song. Top five fucking songs that everybody loves that you hate. Oh, I've been waiting for somebody to ask me this question for a long time, Bill. Brown-eyed girl. Blister in the sun. What's blister? Oh. I want to go on like a blister in okay. the sun. Yeah. Uh, uh, fucking. Um, oh shit! God damn it! Only in your world is a violent femme song like mainstream. They played that all the time at my at like my high school That's, dances, yeah, and everybody would go crazy. I fucking hate that song. I hate Brown Eyed Girl. I hate Stairway to Heaven. Sorry, I'm not trying to stir up shit here. Uh, some of them they just end up getting overplayed, and those were my top three forever. I would just there was like I'd be like these are three songs I never needed to hear for the rest of my fucking life ever again. The uh, and then two more. Let's see. I'm trying to go with classics, like not new. Now you got classics. Mine, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, like I hate that fucking song. Still love it. I still love it. For some reason, it hasn't worn me out. No, 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 no. Oh, mamma mia, mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. He combined opera. I know. I get it. He combined sushi with barbecue, and it sucks. 
I know it's difficult to say. Freddie Mercury, the Guy Fieri of music. No, Freddie Mercury, (laughs) greatest front man of all fucking time. But that song, amazing. But yeah, that song to my ears. I love Freddie Mercury. It's just funny. I've never understood why people love that fucking song. All right, Um, old time rock and roll. Old time rock and roll. Just take those old records off oh, the Oh, gym. okay. Yeah. That's a little dated because that kind of went away because they overplayed it. Yeah. Oh, Bad to the Bone. That's my number four. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put that the up The drumming there. is so solid. I just can't. I, yeah, I, I, I hate that fucking song. Bad. It's been used in so many awful... Like... Like... Montages of like an old lady being mean. It's it's like just it's so awful, dude. Anyway, go um, ahead. Sorry, Piano Man. Oh yeah, all right. And it was all, it was a song that I liked, and then nine thousand listens later, uh, and they say, "Man, what are you doing here?" Oh, I Jesus. hate that fucking song. Yeah, I love Billy Jolo. I do too. It starts with I me. Be, you know what? I bet he hates that fucking song. It starts at moving out for me with Billy Joel. It starts with I'm moving out. Yeah, that's the most New York sounding song I've ever heard in my life. That sounds like Manhattan, nineteen eighty three. Like that is, but that's that's where Billy Joel starts. From I me. love Billy. Did you ever see when he was on Howard Stern? He just sat down and played. Just him sitting playing piano. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, that's the funny thing is all these people that I'm, that I'm I, I like all of these artists, but I just it's just yeah. it's usually just the one song. That they fucking play oh, for dude, fucking bottle of red, bottle of white. No, shut the fuck. I don't mind that song. I hate that fucking song. <laughs> I hate that. I like how mad you get. Oh, my God. Billy Joel, dude, I go, I, it's it's either I love it so much or I it makes me sick. There is, like, no middle ground for me with his stuff. Um, Let me see. I know there's other ones that I just fucking hated. You gotta keep it separated. Wham, I, I bam, like it bam. Still. <laughs> <laughs> that was just one. They just played the shit yeah. out of it. I like that band though. That band's from out here. I like the Offspring. Some of their yeah, stuff. I They're my, a good yeah. greatest hits band. But one of their songs I hate. I can't stand. Fucking pretty, pretty fly, fly for, for a white guy. Oh yeah, maybe God. that's the one. I loved when Keep Them Separated came out. I was like, holy shit, that. But, I, dude, I was, like, in 11th grade. That song was, like, the coolest fucking thing I'd ever heard. And you were into segregation. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was big for me back then. Do you think they play that at clan meetings? <laughs> you got to keep them separated. Um, this is a good one. All right. The, okay, the band that you love. A band that you love, it's a good song, but that's the only song that they ever play on the radio. And nobody likes the band as much as you. I would it, uh, so you end up fucking hating the song because they overplay it. Like for ACDC, all the great ACDC songs. If you don't know shit about ACDC, yeah. you shook me all night long. A hundred and ten percent. So when I listen to the Back and Back album, I always skip that song because that song, like, was that song was even played at like proms. It's the worst. Yeah, but it's a fucking no, killer song. It's a great song, but it got they, ruined. It got ruined. But it's like, but I, I'm that way with Faith No More. The only song they ever play on the radio is Epic, and that song sucks. It doesn't suck, but it's their it's one of their worst songs, and it's their biggest hit. You know what's hilarious? And you tell people I like Faith No More, and they're like, oh, the you want it all. And I'm like, dude, there's so much better than that. Like, please. It's such yeah. an unfair representation. 
Um, have you ever noticed that the drummer, what's his name in that band? Mike Borden. Doesn't he look like Anthony Cumia? Yeah. Like ridiculously. Yeah, I used looks- to call Anthony that on the show. I would oh, like, you did? Yeah, I would be like, you look like the Faith and More I think I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I just made that up. Maybe I just thought it in my head. Maybe I thought it and you liked the reference and now you're taking it from me. Maybe I, that's what I do. Uh, I steal jokes. You, you know? they call me, steal the they jokes. They call me Joe Mencia. <laughs> <laughs> Carjos Mencia, they call me. <laughs> the, uh, uh, no, that's a good one. Like the, 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 well, dude, Metallica, man. Like, think about how many amazing fucking Metallica songs there are. And the one you, you know, the one that you ever hear on the radio is like fucking... You know, the hero of the day. (laughs) I don't even know that one. It's like, okay, it's from Load. You know, it's one of those songs. Well, I thought they always played like Enter Sandman. Or, that, uh, all right, that's that's fair. That does get some play, uh, but like, uh, um, never knowing where we're going. Uh, yeah, that ugh. one. Ugh. That song. That's fucking unforgiven, right? I don't know. Oh no, that's nothing else matters. Ugh. I hate that fucking song. I, don't, I like that album. No, I like a that lot album. of Metallica. I like that song. Fans got upset because that that album went mainstream, right? Don Jameson and Jim Florentine said that that was the better album over and Justice for All on that metal show, which I thought was an insane conclusion. But they 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 voted that over and Justice for All. Uh, they're so different. I I don't know that. I don't think you can compare the two of them. Um. Oh, what about uh? Oh, dude, you know a good one, and I'm not super into them, but. But everybody always talks about like how it's like it's like like they're only known by the one song, the animals. Everybody's like, all anybody knows is, girl, you really got me now. You got, you know, no, it's, it's the a, Kinks or the Kinks. I mean, excuse me. Oh, no, the Kinks. I love the Kinks. It's not a bad song, but it's the only song that anybody ever hears by them. No, it know? isn't. It's not. No, Lola. La 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 la. All right, I'm fucking this game up. And you also very underrated album. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want i'm fucking this game up joe you started strong though well i like i like picking a band that you liked and then they just fucking they one song just fucking that you can't listen to it's a song that everybody knows and you're like that song fucking sucks they're sick of playing it you should listen to this shit well we named the we named the best two in my opinion What's that? You shook me all night. ACDC and The Faith. Those two, I'm like, unfucking real dude. Well, like, Stairway to Heaven's another one. Stairway to Heaven's one. Um, Just fucking overplayed. Uh, well, dude, Van Brown-Eyed Girl is one. It's like, that's that's by... Do, f- like, Black Sabbath fans be like, Iron Man, oh my God, it's not even a good fucking oh, song. I'm so sick of fucking Iron Man, dude. It's so boring and just like the first few times you hear it, you're into it. And then when you get into Sabbath, eventually you're like, all right, already with this fucking song. I love Sabbath, but I can never remember the names of the songs. (laughs) I just I got into them too late in life. And then. What's that? What's that one song? That's Fairy Weird Boots? Or is that Behind the Wall of Sleep? I, I can't remember any of the fucking song names either. I don't know. That drummer's fucking amazing. You know what song's awesome? Electric Funeral. That's the one that's like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 
No, that's a good one, though. Iron Man for Sabbath. It's like that's the one that always gets played. All right, Iron Maiden. What's, this, what's the most overplayed Iron Maiden song? I, I'm a chump with this because the only Iron Maiden record I have is marked Number of the Beast. And that song is the most. That and Run for the Hills are the two most played. Run to the Hills. Yeah, Run, run to from the, hills. the Hills. I love both of those fucking songs. That album's They're awesome. They're great songs. Drummer. Clive Burr. Same with Dio, dude. The most the most played Dio song is Holy Diver, but that's my favorite Dio album. Like, wasn't Last in Line one of the most? I don't know. Holy Diver. We the something. We hit the something. We got the something. We hit the something. And the only way is down. What about? That's a- why they were all singing high, and I think that that's why when the grunge came out, everyone was doing whee. <laughs> Even like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Lydia Cray. What about Van Halen? Uh, Van Halen had a lot of radio hits in the day, but I feel like most people only know Jump. And I don't feel like that's a. I like Jump, but I, the ones, I, like the it, ones but I don't like, I don't like their. Uh, their they, have, they had too many cover songs. I didn't like the cover. I hate the covers. The dancing in the streets and Pretty all that. Pretty woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Filling out the album <laughs> with another track. Yeah, no, because they, they just kept sending them into the fucking studio. Dude, Diver Down is such a fucking ripoff because two of the tracks, one of them is Pretty Woman, and the track before it is that bullshit fucking, do, 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 <laughs> that three-minute fucking intro that they separate as its own track. And oh, yeah, that he's doing all the guitar shit on it. And then eventually it transitions into. <laughs> that album is such a fucking ripoff. I wouldn't even say that any Van Halen, any Van Halen album is a ripoff, but I know what you mean. It's, it's, that is. Most underrated. That's the most worst underrated. Uh, uh, mean Streets is the most underrated album, I think. Do you think Diver Down's the worst? I think that's the worst of the Van Halen records. I'm not of you got to understand Roth, I mean. what Van Halen did. It's so hard for me to say that they have a bad album. Like during the David Lee Roth years, I mean, they not a bad dude, album. The fact that, that, that Van Halen one came out at the height of disco, like who the fuck are these guys? Where are they coming from? And they were just like fuck you. And he, David Lee coming out dressed in the way he was, and Eddie just reinventing the whole fucking thing. It was just incredible. Oh, and Alex Van Halen, one of the most underrated drummers of all time. Well, you, you, you were talking about Queen. Everybody knows Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's like, dude, there's so much, there's so much great shit that nobody ever hears. Like Stone Cold Crazy, fucking Metallica covered that song. That song is unbelievable. I know. I, I'm always, I've always been like a radio fan of Queen. And I know Roger like Taylor's one of the great fucking drummers of all time. I, I should, you, you, Joe, you got to put me together a fucking playlist here. Zappa, Zappa's one. All anybody knows is Valley Girl. I don't even know. Valley Girl, she's a... It's the one where Moon is like, oh, my God, like that. She's a Valley Girl. <laughs> like, it was a, it was like a huge hit for him. It was the biggest hit he ever had, let's oh, put okay. it that way. So people be like, oh, yeah, Zappa, Valley Girl. And you're like, oh, Christ, man, come on, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of fucking... Other, I think I'm out. I think I'm done. Billy, you look done, to be honest with you. I honest with you, dude. I'm Your burning. eyes are shutting. I'm burning it at both ends. What the... Oh, F is for family started back up again. And how's it going? It's going great, but it's just like I have a lot of shit I'm trying to do right now. Well, let's, let's get through the rest of the nominees. All right. And the nominee 
of biggest jerk off sitting on that side of the room goes to. Oh, you took the balls right out of my mouth, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) All right, best supporting supporting actress Amy Adams Vice, Marina Day, Franklin, Roma, Regina King. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, man, because she was. She was not around. I mean, she was around acting and stuff, but that's fucking awesome, dude. That she's like, that's fucking really cool, dude. Regina King was like a, you know, she was on sitcoms and shit like that, you know? Yeah, I worked with her That's inspiring. That's really inspiring. Emma Stone for The Favorite. Rachel Wise for The Favorite. Best Supporting Actor. Eddie Deason. Mahir Shala Ali for Green Book. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Sam Elliott for Star Is he related Born. to Mini Driver? No. Is that her kid? No. These names all sound almost familiar. Mini Re- Driver was in uh, Goodwill Hunting, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's the girlfriend in it. Right. Sandra E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell for Vice. That's a tough one. I wouldn't mind seeing Adam Driver win that. I wouldn't mind seeing Sam Rockwell win that. I wouldn't mind seeing Sam Elliott win that. Joe, are you hosting an Oscars party? Bill, you know I do. Do you? Every year. I put out quite the spread. No, you don't. No. You've never invited me, you fucking asshole. I don't have it because I don't do it. I can't even watch these things. I get furious. Why do you get furious, Because I can't stand the bullshit. Do you know what it is, Joe? I think the reason why you struggle out here before you met your fiance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Is you're just too real for this town. Bill, I'll tell you, this town doesn't like me because I tell it like it is. You tell the truth, Joe. Yeah, I'm a truth teller. I tell it like it is. I say to them, I shoot from the hip. They say, we don't like that. I say, well, then take a you hike because s- it's my way or the highway, I tell them. You scare them, Joe. You're scaring me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you scare me with your swagger, Joe. Um, <laughs> did you always shoot from the hip, Joe? Excuse me. I was always, uh, I was always a loose lipped kind of guy. You know what I mean? They called me. I was so, I always said to my mom, you know, mom, my name should have been Frank. Cause that's what I am. I'm Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Best original screenplay. You know, I'm just going to name the movies for this one. I'm not going to read all the writers. The what did you say to that broad? What broad? Your fucking fiance. What do you mean what I say to her? How did you land that, man? I'm like, fucking, you know. Oh, you know, it's, it's funny. We started talking, and I was like. You were loose lip. You were frank with her. No, no. I, she <laughs> said, hey, I like your tits. <laughs> no, we were talking, and uh, it was one of those weird things where at first I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. Like, I'm talking to so-and-so. She seems pretty cool. And then we just kept talking and talking and talking. And the more we were talking, the more it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, me too. Like all that shit. And uh, who asked for whose number? I finally just go, I go, look, I'm having a great time with you. And I go, I got to be honest with you. This is right when I usually would ask for your number. Look, obviously, I know who you are. And I want you to know I'm asking you for your number because I like you. I don't give a shit about your status or you know i know the bullshit that goes on in this town and she liked that she oh like and she's like yeah it's the vibe i'm getting from you she's like i don't she's like you don't seem like that guy. i was like well yeah i'm like I, i'm i'm gonna show you one of the biggest phonies i've ever met in my fucking <laughs> life oh, i'm gonna take all her money and run bill <laughs> it's gonna be a do you guys have a prenup 
Uh, not yet. It hasn't come up. We're not there yet. We're just kind of. Oh, you just mean those people gets engaged. I don't look. You want to say it? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. We're having a good time. Don't jinx it. It's a long time to get to this Joe, fucking place. I'm just being that married person that wants to see you legally bound to another human being. The uh, Bill, I'd like to see your head legally bound to, to a fucking, fucking foot. truck about ready to drive away. I can't. Joe, do you find the Golden Globes are more <laughs> more fun? I can't say who it was, but. What? Uh, but uh, I, I was trashing a comedian on the phone with Bobby today. And I go, for some reason, I go, what do you think he's going to do? And Bobby goes, I hope 80 in his tour bus during a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. Uh Let's skip original script. Let, who cares? We already went through the big ones, right? Joe, do you find the Golden Globes... More fun, a, a looser format than the Oscars. I've been trying to ask you this for fucking ten minutes. Oh, Bill, I just think their whole their whole motto about this year being about change is just so real, you know. And I so think modern. it needs needs to be said. And Joe, I feel like a lot of the things that you have to say, I'm not saying you don't have the right to say them. I just feel that now is not the time. I know, Bill. I feel the same way about you. I feel like everybody should have a voice except people like you that think the things you think. How dare... it's not constructive. And if you're not part of the solution, Bill, you're part of the problem. Do you understand that? If you don't think the way I think, I will start a hashtag and destroy your career. (laughs) Even though you haven't done anything, but you need to share my viewpoint on the people that did things. And if you don't, there will be hashtags to pay, Joe. Bill, I'd, I'd like to devise a way to bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that to me, Joe? I got to get you tanked up in this house one night, have you pass out so I could do some stupid. <laughs> Joe, you would be so sad. I got nothing. I mean, you know, I've always joked like the... The punishment is my career. What do you mean? Well, usually when people fuck up, they make you go back to stand-up. Oh, yeah, that is true, right? Yeah, it's just just like, well, that's what the fuck I do. Yeah, what's the worst-case scenario? I have to play the punchline? All right. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a fun night. I think that's why they chased Louie for so long. It's like, wait, he's going back to what the fuck he always did. You can't do it. But if you never did stand up, you can go back. You can go down to stand up. Stand up is really viewed as like it's just a low level uh, trying to compare it to something else. I guess if you were in the army, you'd be a private. Dude, it's ridiculous. I have a joke in my act about and this is true. I go, I got a friend that used to do porn and now she does stand up because apparently the only job lower than porn is fucking stand up comedy. Yeah. It's like the catch-all, dude. It's it's well, that's Kurt Metzger's line. Is it's the catch-all, but but yeah, dude. Everybody does this. Wrestlers, <laughs> actors, you know, porn stars, <laughs> fucking you know. Us. Didn't Dog the Bounty Hunter do stand up at one point? It's like crazy. Like everybody's just like, I'll just go do that. Every fucking failed sketch. Does show Dog the, the Bounty Hunter go to the same hairstylist as Donald Trump? Both of them, they both have, like, the white weave going on. Like, something's going on with those guys. Uh, 
They have very fine hair. Very wispy. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's very fine. It's Cotton weird. candy. Yeah. It does. I, people got mad when Jimmy Kim, uh, Jimmy Fallon uh, tussled Donald Trump's hair. Uh, Why did they get mad at that? Because they were like, he's being too playful with this monster or whatever. It was one of those things. But I, I just, I want to touch that guy's hair. I want to see what it feels like. <laughs> you were the one always making fun of SNL. Like, SNL had him, like, host and shit like that. Yeah. Now they're shitting all over him. It's like, well, didn't you fucking help build the yeah, guy up? Yeah, yeah. They, he hosted the fucking thing. And then when he won, they had uh, What's-Her-Face come out as Hillary Clinton playing, playing, uh, Kumbaya or whatever the fuck it was. It was embarrassing. Was she wasn't there. dressed as Hillary Clinton. Yes, she was. She was doing her. No, Hillary. she wasn't. She a hundred and ten percent was. I was there. I was at the taping. I was at the taping. Didn't she when, sing over Bridge Over Troubled Water? It was no, one of those songs. She sang Leonard Cohen Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen because Leonard Cohen had just died. And Hallelujah is a song about hope. That's why I didn't and at get the end it. Of the song, That's why I didn't get it. There was too many layers to it. Yeah, it was the cold open, and at the end of the song, she turns to the camera and goes, "As Hillary Clinton, I won't give up hope if you don't." Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, that show back in the day was like when you watched the original cast. It was like these fucking people don't vote. They're like these people are just these people are lunatics. They'd come on to do those bumblebee sketches. You could practically see the coke drop their fucking faces. Still, <laughs> well, everything progresses, Joe. Scene, dude, it's progressive. Well, also in defense of every other show back then. Back then, you didn't tell like who you voted for and all that. It's just all changed. I, I would like to go back to that. I, I've, I've fucking run my yap too much. People know that I, I always vote for that third party fucking lunatic. It's a yeah. waste of a vote. Oh, shut Why? Up. To, to, to vote for somebody that, I, I, that is actually All people, addressing shit just, that I like to so, hear about. I'm so sick of it. Do what I want you to do. Shut the fuck up. Shut Joe, up. why do you let it bother you so? I just hate the hypocrisy of people. I just can't fucking stand it. It drives me crazy. How does the hypocrisy of people stand up to your own hypocrisy? Bill, I've never told a lie in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I, I like to put it this way. I say what I believe, and I believe what I say. And that's my simple golden That's rule. your motto, Joe. I live by it. The, uh, Billy, what's your motto? Go fuck yourself is your motto. I feel like I've heard you say that expression more than I've heard anybody Say any expression. I like to think I say it with love. No, you do. But I mean, would you say that's your motto at this point? Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, Joe. I just try to fucking get through the goddamn day. I've never been so fucking busy in my life. Well, Bill, I got good news for you. What's it's wrap up time. Because <laughs> I'm about ready to take you down. You're going to fall asleep. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry. We gave the people what they need, and this was a lot of fun. Joe, you keep wrapping it up before it's... We've only done 38 minutes. That's not third. No, it was at 47 when I looked at that fucking thing. When did you look at it? It's way over here. I came over and I looked at it. We're at 59 minutes. <laughs> you fuck. Joe, when did you start looking at this fucking show like you were doing an elliptical? I do everything like that. I do my oh. own <laughs> podcast like that, too. I well, look. Joe, before I, I just want to say, you know, I uh, good luck during this award season. Thank Congratulations you. on being engaged. 
Yes. Which is huge. Thank you. You joked around about it a lot, but we, I, I'm very happy with you. Thank you. I'm happy you. about it, too. It was, like I said, it was fast, but I think it's a good thing. Well, I joke, you know, I've always heard when you know, you know. And when you slow, you blow. And that's what I said to her the night I proposed. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do it? Uh... It was very lackluster. It wasn't anything. It was kind of we were talking. and it was, Did you go to Jacob the jeweler? It wasn't one of those kinds of things. No, we were talking and we were just Was there like, a boat? It was. We were just like, why don't we just do this? And it was like, oh, yeah, all right. It was one of those things. It wasn't like. Were you in Vegas? No, we were at our place talking. Oh. We had been out. We had had a few cocktails. We had had some fun. It was just one of those moments, Bill, where two people knew <laughs> they had to try to ruin each other's lives. <laughs> Does she like your horror T-shirts? Uh, she's... When the fuck am I going to meet her, you asshole? Are we that? When am I going to meet Sam Rockwell? I want to meet this guy. <laughs> Dude, you're fucking engaged. I'm talking about your fiance, you dick. Sam is too busy going from movie to movie to movie, getting nominated for Oscars. Did you see the, the trailer for that Fosse thing he's doing? Where he plays Bob Fosse? Looks fucking awesome. No, he's unbelievable. And he's I all s- dancing around and shit. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I saw him in, I saw him on Broadway, and I was just I was like, all right, this guy's the, uh, this guy's the real deal. Could he, what, did he, what was the show? Joe, I'm an old man. It was some sort of fucking, some, one of those classic plays. It was about fucking cowboys or oh, something. Oh, True West? Didn't he do it True wasn't West? True West, but I well, I saw True West with Philip Seymour Hoffman wow. and John C. Riley. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, they would switch they'd roles. They switch. Yeah, yep. that's pretty awesome. That's that is that's awesome. actually a big and not one. until uh, Holmes and Watson was John C. Riley again that challenged <laughs> as an actor. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Holmes and Watson is the new Will Ferrell John C. Riley movie that they did. I'm I, bet that's, of, I'm, I bet that's fucking great. It got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is why I think it's great. But here's the thing. I bet it's I'm great. Not, I'm not trashing either of them. I'm a huge fan of both of them. But the movie just got slammed. But at the same time, John C. Riley, uh, Stan and Ollie came out, which is him and Steve Coogan as Laurel and Hardy. And it's like, you know, it got like a 98%. It looks like fucking Oscar material. And I'm like, oh, wow. it's just so funny that he did. Well, how come that isn't nominated? Because it's this year? It might have been too soon. But I mean, maybe it, maybe it just didn't get nominated. But my oh. point is, is that he did two buddy movies that came out like in the same week. And one was a fucking zero and one was like a nine. Joe, and what do you learn? What you got to always have a lot of product out there. You got to put a lot out, Bill. You got to put a lot out. You got to keep the plate spinning. You, gotta, learned- you have to have a lot of irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got yeah. you to peer through the smoke and look for the sunny skies. All right. The silver lining. Silver lining. All right. Bill, you got to have, have a touch of gray. Speaking of silver linings, if, uh, if you're in the uh, town of Addison, Texas, and you're thinking, boy, what do I do with myself? I've been in this town my whole damn life. Mm-hmm. You come see me at the Addison Levity Live this weekend. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Just do it for Christ's sakes. Well, Joe. I'll that, be there that, all weekend. What do you got going on in February? I'm off all of February, and then I go out again in March. So, resting up, Joe, huh? You fixing the tour bus? Yeah, you know, I like to take the shortest month of the year off, reflect, you know, just fucking... Out of respect for Black History Month. Out of respect you know, for Black History why Month. Why should a white man be out there earning money? 
hang with my lady. <laughs> well, Joe, I've never this, I, this I've never seen you in love before. I don't know if I'm used to this, but God bless you. Thank you. And God bless everybody listening to this. And Joe's put the mic down. He's grabbing his coat and his phone, and he's just walking out of here. <laughs> Jesus, Joe, you'd think this is February, the way you're getting out of here. All right. Thanks for listening and coming to the Patreon page. We will have another couple episodes next month, Joe. In February. In February. We'll talk Black History Month and Valentine's Day. That's two episodes right And uh, George Washington's birthday, I believe, or Lincoln's. All right, we'll see you.